Wakus was a star at a time when young heroes like Stan Musial, Ted Williams, and Bob Feller gave post-war baseball elegance. It was a new era in 1949, and Wakus, who had lost three major league seasons fighting in the Pacific, was part of it. In the middle of June, he was hitting 306 and enjoyed a huge lead, more than 1,000 votes, in fan balloting for National League first baseman for the upcoming All-Star game in Brooklyn. When Waitkus rounded first base, the girl in the white babushka sprang to her feet, but she did not cheer along with a handful of Phillies fans sitting behind the visitor's dugout. Instead, she stared at Waitkus as he settled in at first base, and then she hurried out of the ballpark. The taxi cab carrying the two ballplayers turned north on Sheridan Road and pulled in front of the Edgewater Beach, an enchanting medieval-looking pink hotel on the shores of Lake Michigan. The Edgewater Beach was the home to National League teams on road trips to Chicago. Club officials enjoyed the location, a five-minute bus ride to Wrigley Field. The players loved the Edgewater Beach nightlife. Bill Nicholson and Eddie Wakus were roommates and best of friends. Both players had been sent from the Cubs to the Phillies in the off-season of 1948, and at age 34, Nicholson was a veteran of 14 years in organized baseball. A large, affable man, Swish Nicholson's big, Ruthian swing from the left side of the plate made him the National League home run champion during the war years. Nicholson and Wakus had just entered an evening of drinks and dinner, at a Northside night spot with teammate Russ Meyer and his fiancée, Mary. It was late, nearly half-past eleven on a Tuesday night, but the Edgewater Beach was just hitting its stride. It was the most glamorous and seductive hotel in a city whose reputation, in part, was nourished after hours. The big band sounds of Tommy Dorsey, Paul Whiteman, and Xavier Cugat filled the posh marine dining room where ladies and their escorts danced in formal dress. Outside, couples walked from the moonlit beach walk across a pier that took them over a sandy beach into the Black Lake. Nicholson and Wakus entered the sumptuous lobby of potted palm trees and butternut wood and headed for the beach walk. In the same lobby during the 1932 World Series, someone, an irate Cubs fan, the newspapers reported, spat at Mrs. Babe Ruth. The next day, her angry husband, according to baseball legend, pointed to Wrigley Field's center field bleachers and hit the most famous home run of his career. A bellhop approached the two ball players and told Wakus that a girl, he didn't get her name, had asked him to deliver a note to Wakus. The note, the bellhop said, was in Wakus's mailbox at the front desk. Wakus told Nicholson to go down to the beach walk and look for Meyer that day's winning pitcher, and also a former Cub. He'd catch up with him for a drink before bed check. At 29, Wakus, lean and blonde, the most debonair member of the Phillies, was considered a magician at first base because of his silky moves. He was just as smooth around women, who fell hard for his shy wit, urbane New England speech, and chiseled good looks. Wakus retrieved the handwritten note from the registration desk and began reading it as he made his way through the lobby. June 14, 1949. Mr. Wakus, it's extremely important that I see you as soon as possible. We're not acquainted, 
but I have something of importance to speak to you about. I think it would be to your advantage to let me explain it to you. As I am leaving the hotel the day after tomorrow, I'd appreciate it greatly if you could see me as soon as possible. My name is Ruth Ann Burns, and I'm in room 1297A. I realize that this is a little out of the ordinary, but as I said, it's rather important. Please come soon. I won't take up much of your time.